A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. And, and you're right. Yeah, more than 75% of the flowers consumed, the cut flowers consumed here in the States, comes from, you know, other countries. Um, about 65% of those from Colombia, then Ecuador, and and the Netherlands, Mexico, um, several other countries. And it was really tough at first because, the, the, as you probably remember, the grocery store, supermarket situation in the very beginning, um, they were just, you know, the, the business there was huge. They were constantly having to restock and restock and restock groceries. And many of the larger supermarkets um, had to stop taking flowers in because they needed that warehouse space. They needed all their um, staffing capacity. All of that had to go to the grocery items. Um, and so that meant that a lot of the flowers that were typically coming up through the chain of distribution weren't coming up because many of those are going to, you know, the supermarket business as well. So that was very challenging in March and April. Um, but then, by Mother's Day, the product supply opened up again, and we haven't heard um, as much about, um, you know, not being able to get product as we did in the beginning, not nearly as much. Um, the buyers, the florist buyers, are having to plan ahead more, you know, so they can make sure they get their orders, and that was a lot of conversation in November, December, talking about Valentine's Day was around that plan ahead, plan early, so your suppliers, your growers know you know, how much product you're going to need, how much product you anticipate needing. Um, and, and so it's not, that it, it, it's not that it's not different because it is, um, but I think the industry is adapting. And I haven't heard um, a whole lot of challenges related to getting product from the florists who planned ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about uh, disruption because of the pandemic. Needless to say, Mother Nature can fool around with a lot of uh, what's available out there. Going into the Valentine's holiday, and then, of course, as you said, we've got Easter, we've got Mother's Day. Um, what should consumers know? What should they be aware of as far as supply and uh, special interest or the popularity of certain cut flowers? Give us a little sense on that, Kate. Right. Well, absolutely. And it's probably no surprise to hear that, of course, you know, roses are the the favorite Valentine flower. Um, and and they're always going to be the most popular. Um, but, I, you know, what I would say is be open to other on any year, whether it's this year because of the pandemic or other other years, be open to there's so many other flowers in addition to roses that you can, you know, buy to express your love of Valentine's Day. So um, I always like to encourage people to ask their florists what they would recommend. You know, what's something, you know, really beautiful. The person I'm sending to um, loves modern or they just really need to be cheered up or, you know, talk about who who your recipient is and, and work with your florist to, to recommend something that they think will really, you know, knock it out of the ballpark. 
Do we see a trend as far as uh, popularity? You mentioned roses. Are there any other flowers or any other trends that you've heard from your florist? Again, Kate Penn along with us, Chief Executive Director of the American uh, the Society of American Florists. Are, what other trends are you hearing from uh, your florist, your your uh, community that uh, maybe we other you know a lot of us only buy flowers uh, haphazardly once or a couple times in a year. What are we missing about the industry? Well, one of the things we're hearing, especially from um, the under 40 set or, or millennials, is that they're very interested in um, in flowers that are different, that kind of make a statement. And and one thing that's interesting is that um, to even to you know a millennial, something like a carnation can be really beautiful and really different. What you know, someone who's maybe fifty above might look at the carnation as very standard, but there's a lot of interest in 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 even a carnation if it's in really beautiful if it's in really beautiful color. Um, the, the, there's also a huge uptick in interest in plants too. Um, that's a really big trend happening right now. But there's just there's so many different varieties of flowers. I, there's there's not, you know, one that necessarily stands out as as trending over others because the 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 variety of flowers is endless um, and, and colors. There's so much that you can do, you know. And and I always, you know, as I said, I just encourage you to talk to your florist and ask them what do they have that they think is just gorgeous and stunning, and and you can't go wrong. Economically speaking, Kate. Is Valentine's the day that florists have to try to make their margin? I mean, if they've suffered through a soft 2020 because of getting their arms around the pandemic or maybe customers getting their arms around the pandemic, economically speak to the strengths of the floral industry in the United States and uh, some of the big three maybe where you really want to make sure those customers are able to get to you. Yeah, um, Valentine's Day is important, as is Mother's Day as well. It's a really important holiday um, for the floral industry. The the industry overall has been growing um, and is projected to continue growing about 4% in, in total floriculture sales. Um, we're at about $36 billion right now. Um, well, actually in, in 2020, um, and that's projected to continue growing. The demand through... The pandemic has been very, very strong, and and again, we suspect that is because flowers have become this very convenient gift um, or way to express, way to say, I wish I was there, I wish we could be together, um, sorry I can't be there, um, a pick-me-up um, that that is just so convenient and it's safe, and, um, and there's actually decades of behavioral research about how flowers, and this is research out of from Harvard, Rutgers, Texas A&M, how flowers make people happy. They, they strengthen feelings of, of connection and compassion. And the most recent research um, showed that living with flowers significantly alleviates daily stress. So when you think about those things and what um, our country and really the world is going through right now. I mean, what it, it flowers have become this perfect way to um, reach out to people, express an emotion, help someone feel better. So um, we're feeling pretty bullish about about you know floral consumption. What did we learn as far as maybe a business model or our as you said the international 
contingencies that we're reliant on. What did we learn about the floral industry in light of the pandemic that will make us stronger on the other way out, Kate? Well, what I've heard, what we've heard from a lot of people who are in the floral industry, and, and I think this is happening in other industries as, as well, which is the businesses are learning to adjust with, um, to live in this different world where maybe they don't have as much staff as they used to, or their staff is kind of in and out because of having to take care of people who are in their family who are sick or take care of children at home. So the operations that we're talking to are becoming, you know, very lean and mean. You know, they're, they're figuring out how to be, um, operate more efficiently. Um, there's, there, I hear a lot of businesses saying, well, we, we adapted our, um, our staffing team because of this pandemic and we're producing things in a slightly different way. But I think when we come out of this, you know, this way is working for us. It's, it's efficient, it's cost effective, and we're still getting um, flowers to the consumer um, and it, it, the way we have just more efficiently. And I think there are a lot of businesses that will continue um, to operate the way they have been sort of forced to through the pandemic, which is interesting. You mentioned trying to continue to do business in light of all the adjustment we've had to make. What do we need to know about the industry as far as timing? You mentioned conversations about Valentine's Day flowers were going on November, December, whereas a lot of the people listening to my voice right now, Kate, may rush out today because they suddenly remembered that uh, there's an event coming up. Help us understand the timing that sometimes goes unnoticed on the pre-planning, the delivery, all of that, uh, that it might help explain when we go to that florist and it's day of, hour before, that that absolute perfect bouquet might not be there. <laughs> right. Very true, very true. Because if a florist, so a florist, they're, they're buying their product for, let's say, an upcoming holiday. If you want something super specific, if there is a very particular flower that you have in mind, um, you might luck out and the florist will have it that same day. But otherwise, they need to get it from their supplier. And so that's going to take at least a few days in some cases, depending on whether they have a local wholesaler they're buying from or they're having something um, shipped in. And so, um, well, I will always say that flowers are the perfect last-minute gift. You can be last-minute for flowers, um, except at Valentine's Day. Sometimes you might miss out on getting that gift at Valentine's Day if you're last-minute. Um, but generally speaking, you can be last minute. However, if you do plan ahead, if you have something really specific in mind, you're going to have a better chance of getting it because it's moving. Let's say if the product came, flowers came from Columbia, it's going through Miami, it goes through customs, and then it's shipped on, you know, put on a truck and sent to the destination. So there's a few days involved in that transportation, obviously, from the farm. To the florist, and so planning ahead is always a good thing, um, uh, and and especially at Valentine's Day. I mean, if for anyone listening, if you're sending flowers to someone, and I of course hope that you are, um, call your florist today or go online today and order them so you can get that order in, and be open to having it delivered early. You know, it doesn't have to. You know, think about it. They can enjoy the flowers longer. Have it arrive on a Friday so they can they can enjoy them all weekend. 